And we're back with another banging episode with another special guest, a very, very good friend of mine. I could say a brother of mine now, to be yes, fair. Yes, man. Lewis, my guy, thank <laughs> you for making it on the podcast, bro. Much appreciated. My pleasure, brother. Uh, so before we get into the episode, just a quick shout out to our sponsors, Kura Kura Beer, <laughs> the best beer on the island. The blue one's a lager, the yellow one's a pale ale. Use Kaizai 10% off all can orders online, uh, 25% off with Kaizai code for a brewery tour. So if you want to see how the beer is made with a private chef and a big-ass brewery tour with amazing beer, 25% off Kaizai. All the links will be in the description to Kura Kura Beer. We're on Spotify, so if you want to listen to us while you're having a jog, while you're working, you know where to go. Indonesia's number one podcast on Spotify, Kaizai. We post one-minute clips on TikTok of the best conversations throughout each hour episode, so we can have some clip snippets of how everything goes. Uh, keep an eye out for the digital magazine that's dropping soon, showcasing... All the DJs, uh, creative people in Bali. It's just going to be an overall amazing magazine. Uh, we also got lighters now. So if you want a Kaizai lighter, yeah. you know how to do it. Link yeah. in the description. Everything's out there. So, Mr. Lewis, how are we doing, my guy? Good, man. <laughs> Is that my signal to open the beer? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your signal. Let's go for it, man. <laughs> We're going to go for the... for the. You going for the lager? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go for the pale ale. Okay. Cool. Kura, Kura, listen to this freshness. Boom. <laughs> Cheers, my guy. Cheers, brother. Yeah. Enjoy. Mm. Nice, nice. Perfect, perfect way to start off an episode. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Lewis, uh, just a quick recap, a quick, uh, I don't know, brief introduction of who you are. So the viewers, if they don't already know who you are, just a little recap of what you do, yeah. your, your career, who you are, what brought you to Bali. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my name is Lewis, and I, <laughs> I grew up in Colorado. I grew up in Boulder, Colorado, um, and I've been uh, a basketball player pretty much my whole life. As you can tell, maybe the couches are a yeah, bit small in this episode. <laughs> if you've stood up, you'd definitely be able to tell. But um, been a basketball player my whole life. Uh, went to UNLV in Las Vegas for college. Um, then after that, uh, I I went to the NBA. I wasn't I did, wasn't drafted, but I signed as a free agent to um, uh, to Philadelphia. 76ers. 76ers. Yeah. Uh, that was my first team, and then. From there, I had a 10-year career where I, I basically played for 10 different teams. Um, it was a, it was quite the experience. Yeah, man, what? Quite a, quite a ten teams journey, in 10 years. You know, we uh, had some successful teams. Uh, the best team I was on was a, a, a team in Phoenix in 2010 that went to the Western Conference Finals. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I was blessed to play 10 years. I played for the Knicks and um, had some amazing experiences there. Um, and just kind of live the dream, live, live my dream. Um, so I, I played my last year in Japan. And, uh, yeah, from there, um, I basically, I've always wanted to, you know, I've always, you know, been somewhat of an adventurer. So I've always in, been interested in, in traveling and, and, and um, you know, going international. I hadn't really been able to do much of that yeah. um, with my career. So once I, I retired, I kind of didn't know... You know, it was a sense of like, uh, you know, you're used to having all this structure and you're used to like being so focused on one thing. So I didn't have that all of a sudden. I was like, you know, really for the first time, I was like, okay, what do you want to do? We like, you know, you could do anything. Yeah, all the time so, in the world suddenly was all, at, your, at your fingertips. Yeah, so <laughs> it kind of hit, hits you and you know, you know, you, you know, it's coming, you know, it's like not, wasn't a surprise, you know, so, but at the same time, when it hits you, you're like, wow, this is crazy. And um, so, yeah, I, like, I remember just, um, you know, I, I sold all my, you know, a lot, most of my assets. I had a few houses that I owned. 
Um, I sold all my stuff. I put all my things in storage. And actually, the first thing I did was I came to Bali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Uh, you know, you know yeah. what's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's up. When was that? When was the first time you arrived in Bali? That was in 2007. Wait, no. Eight. 18? Okay. Yeah. So three 17 years. or 18, yeah. Three years ago. Yeah, three years and ago. And you already see the change up from being, from being here now compared to three years ago? Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's a little hard to tell because it's in the pandemic right now. So it's it's everything has shifted. But definitely more, yeah, definitely see like the structures, more structures, everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Build more buildings. Um, but yeah, and it, it's just cool also because I'm more familiar with, with it, you know, than I were. I first was coming here and it was just so eye-opening yeah um and uh so yeah that, that's so you know then i've been since then i've been doing a lot of traveling yeah it's and, the best and, thing man yeah especially been, like you said after having that 10-year career and mm -hmm. putting 110 percent in because if you're doing professional sports i'm sure like was that your dream from a young age or as a kid like i wanted to become a basketball player so yeah 110 of your energy was dedicated into like i'm going to do this this is what i want to be and I'm going to be a professional basketball player, and you did it. So you didn't really have time, like you said, to think about other things. Yeah, it was. You know, I always, I, I have, I'm lucky because I do have a lot of other interests. But, um, you know, like it, 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 it takes up a lot of your focus, of course, a lot of, of your course. energy. Um, so it was really interesting as I uh, transitioned out of that career to see kind of some of these other areas that I have interest in, see them really kind of grow. Yeah. Whereas before, you know, I was always kind of, you know, interested in them, but they were just there. But you now that I had all this excess energy to pro provide, yeah. it, it was cool to really see some of these areas grow. Um, so that's been really kind of nice. Blessed. Yeah. Yeah, really even blessed. just knowing you for like how long and I've known you a couple of weeks, like yeah. not of many talents, like I said, <laughs> you uh -huh. got the guitar going, you got the moves on the dance floor, we play yeah. tennis together, yeah. you know, like, yeah. so it must be nice to shift that, that momentum into other shit to progress in life. Yeah. 100%. There's so much other stuff, you know, to do and, and um, you know, a lot of my peers go back into coaching or basketball and, and mm -hmm. stuff like this and. You know, I'll never say never. You know, I, you know, it's, it's, um, always That's a piece be, of your heart always, of course. Always, man. Yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, like I just, uh, there's so many other things that I'm interested in. You know, I wish I had 12 lives, you know. To, like, <laughs> Don't do we all? all? Yeah, <laughs> do all the stuff I want to do. Um, but yeah, just, you know, exciting to kind of, you know, just see what else is out there and, and, and put my hands in It's only the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it's only the beginning. No out of the, so out of the 10, the 10 teams you played for, what would you say was your your favorite team to play on? Did you have one team where you're like, you know what, like I feel like I'm playing the best possible basketball yeah. in this team. I have the best possible relationship with my teammates, with my coach, and I really feel like I'm 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 yeah. accessing that high level of performance. Sure, sure, yeah. A couple couple teams come to mind. You know, uh, Phoenix. That that Phoenix team was the best team I was on. Uh -huh. um, Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns in 2010. I was there two years. Um, uh, 2008 to 2010, and uh, my second year w we had the best team, and and it was really special just because we we had that bond. We had that bond, like we yeah. we just I don't know we we had you know it was uh, we had a really good player you know with Steve Nash and nice. um, Amari Stoudemire was on that team. We had Grant Hill, uh, Jason Richardson, um, all great fucking basketball players. Yeah, we had a really good <laughs> second unit. I was part of that second unit. And uh, that was kind of our, you know, one of our our strong suits is that we 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 had a really good uh, second, second second yeah, unit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like Goran Dragic, myself, Ooh, and Channing Fry, and, and um, 
uh, Leandro Barbosa. He's another uh, vet. He's, he's yeah, OG. yeah. Dragic played in like Miami, no? Now, yeah, 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 he's yeah in yeah. Miami. Yeah. Um, what position did you play? Just so I, I played uh, on that on that team. I played the four. Okay. So I was. Did you shift popular. shift position throughout each each team in your career? I did a little bit because the NBA kind of it, it shifted. You know how the style of play. So when I got in the league, it was kind of more traditional and then actually that team in Phoenix we were kind of you know I think in my opinion um, a lot of people would agree I think probably is it is that's when it began to shift from more traditional to more small ball as yeah. they call it now where it's, it's fast paced um, you know we we, we switched uh, on defense so we employed kind of a defense where you know as you know like um, you know it's a lot of pick and rolls and stuff so yeah. Um, what we did a lot, especially on that second unit, was that we would switch all screen and rolls. Okay. So to do that, you have to have kind of like size guys. You gotta have guys. specific players. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a big, a big, you know, seven footer that can't move, it's not gonna work. Yeah. So, so we were kind of. We're talking you know, to you, Shaq. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he was actually on that team the year before. He oh, was yeah, on really? that team. Yeah, and then they moved away from him. Uh, they, he went to Boston and, and yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But the, that year we didn't even make the playoffs so we weren't very good but you still felt like you played great ball yeah yeah, yeah. I mean that, that second that's year that's the thing about was, basketball yeah. like the playoffs like you can be having a crazy like like pre-playoff moments as a team but you you don't won't make the playoffs because it's such a spread out like le- like the league works so differently to other sports yeah like you do this whole league thing right so it's west and east is it uh-huh. and then the top what goes through to the playoffs the top the top, top five, eight the top, top eight. eight on each and then side you go to the playoffs and then from there you get eliminated straight away it's like best of four games or, or eight uh it's best of seven best of seven games yeah. okay so fuck man that's tough bro yeah that's like boom 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 yeah so you gotta be like yeah fit man it's another two months added to the yeah. season if you're there and, and and um, yeah, it's it's really you know it's a totally different animal. I, I was in the playoffs, I think maybe four four years um, throughout my career, but um, yeah, a couple times in Indiana, once in Phoenix, once in Philadelphia. Um, I think you that got was all it. the badges, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Secured them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, who is who is one of the you say the best players you've ever played against, and why? Oh man, I mean all of them. You know, I, I played in Cleveland. I played with LeBron. Um, you know, I play with. It's crazy. All yeah, like all you know, S- S- Steve Nash, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Carmelo. Wow. Uh, Just all yeah, the all like, the all the all the MVPs. played against Dirk. You know, yeah. I play. I mean, uh, you name it. Like yeah. all, all the best guys. Um, Was there one player out of those guys you were like, fuck? Like you're defending <laughs> you're like he's not gonna happen. Like this guy's a different breed. Yeah, a couple guys. I mean, for sure. I always people ask me this a lot, and I always say Dirk Nowitzki was yeah. one of the toughest guys to guard. Yeah. Um, He's just an animal. Animal. He's a machine. And also, big time shit talker. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so, He's German, though. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but, yeah, just really tough to guard. You know, he's seven-footer. You know, Just pull up. He shoots it from behind Yeah, just like... <laughs> so it's like really it's pump fakes, yeah. all the moves. So he's really tough. Um, but yeah, like... There's a lot. I mean, there's so Kobe, many you know? amazing players. I play with. I play with. Um, he, he has Steph to be. Curry. 
I played yeah. against Kobe. Of course, Kobe is is it's a goat. Is yeah. Rest in peace, of Kobe. One of the man. goats. Yeah. Rest in peace to him. Literal legend. Mm-hmm. I was actually watching an interview with him the other day. Like he, that guy, like just the whole mindset of how he operated. He told himself at 13 years old, he's yeah. like, "This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, no one's going to get in my way." Yeah. And he was just like, when he when he arrived at the Lakers at 18 years old, he was telling Shaquille O'Neal, "Like, nah, man, I'm shooting these buckets. Yeah. If you want it, go get that rebound." Yeah. Like, <laughs> at age of 18, you know, right. he knew his journey and he was on that path. Right. Just fucking bro, there's so many stories of him and just his the, the way he approached it, yeah. the mentality. Exactly, man. Um, just an icon. Yeah. An overall icon. He is. Yeah. He is. He inspired so many of us. And that's why I think, you know, as, as a basketball player, you know, it was it was so shocking, you know, especially yeah, for us because we just he really was like for so Your many of us. He was he was our muse. He was yeah. our inspiration. He was, you know, we all looked up to him, yeah. you know, in, in some way. Um, it was a guy. Yeah, it's just pure determination and work ethic, honestly, and yeah. just pure heart, heart of gold. Yeah, none of that, none of that fake bullshit. Yeah, he he knew his purpose on life, and he wanted to make it the best possible life for everyone around him as well. Like yeah. that guy with his family, just hundred percent family man. Like you can, no bad bone in his body. Yeah, it's such a shame. So yeah, yeah. I mean, is a legend. There's a lot of guy. I mean, he was exceptional, but you know, there's a lot of. I mean, it, it really takes. It really demands the best out of you especially if you're that top guy i mean people don't understand like how much um pressure pressure is on these guys and how much is asked of you and night the media is trying to get something out of you every other day and the the the, you know just the the the, how much stress and strain is on you all the time to perform and to you know, say the right things. Say the right yeah. things. And act, the, act the right you, way. You, you got know, sponsors to please. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, fuck, man. It's a lot, bro. It's easy know. to sit back, but when you're in those shoes, like for yeah. sure, man, that that is not easy to do at all. Mm-hmm. And maintain that that just high level performance of of, of being that elite role model is just right. one of the toughest jobs in the world. Probably. It is. It is. All eyes on you. Yeah, all eyes on you. That's right. <laughs> Literally. You know? So while you were in the NBA, did you have when you first arrived in? Did you have like let's say a mentor figure or like a big brother? You'd say that like kind of you connected with that helped you guide guide like guided you through the league in the beginning that you could like look up to and you're like it's actually nice that this guy actually looks out for me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's actually like yeah. if you go into the league for the first time, especially in the NBA, like that is the highest level sports in basketball in mm-hmm. the whole world. Like there's no other league that competes with that. So it's gonna be obviously tough to fucking go into, you know, like mentally, physically. Yeah. Was there that one person that you that, that had your back? Yeah, I mean it. It was. It was a challenge, you know. When I first, got, actually, my rookie year, I didn't get drafted, so I went, um, I went into the D League, okay, um, which is like the developmental league of the NBA, and I played um, about half the season there, uh, and I actually I won the rookie of the year in the D League that Hell year. Hell yeah! Cheers which, to that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is cool. Um, and uh, so I had, you know, a, a lot of amazing coaches. I have to, I mean, so many people along the way. It's hard to like really pinpoint say one person. One yeah. person. That's good though. If you if you yeah. can't name one person, you got a lot. That's that's that's. Really I mean, good. I, I could name you, you know, yeah, yeah, twenty yeah. people really. But um, you know, for me, like it, I had a unique situation in that I was at a different. I moved around so much. Yeah, you so weren't based in one place, so you get yeah, yeah. Every every year, I'm with a different team with different teammates. Um, but yeah, like a lot of guys, you know, a lot of coaches. Um, Steve Kerr was a was a, a big. Mentor, he was my, my co. Or I'm sorry, he was my, my GM in oh, yeah? in uh, Phoenix. Um, he's a goat of a manager. You know, he's he, one of all time greats. Yeah. You know, I, I tell people he's one of the best people yeah. I met in the, in that industry. He looks like a really nice guy though, as well. Like like great guy, great demeanor. Um, just very smart, very well spoken. Yeah. 
uh, very thoughtful. And uh, so everything you want from a coach. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So I learned a lot from him. Um, Shout out to Steve Cook. Yeah, a lot of a lot of teammates, man. You know, Calvin Booth. I remember in Philadelphia, he kind of <laughs> took me under his wing, and and um, it was tough, bro. Like I'm not it's gonna tough like, fight, bro. I can know, imagine, man. Like, I was getting beat up. You know, of like Reggie Evans was like fucking me up. Like <laughs> it's just like it, it. It was hard to get They're in there. They fuck with you as well. Yeah, they don't want sure. you know. They don't want to. They see that it, at that point it's their livelihood, and so yeah. they don't they don't want to you no know competitors. they're not trying to be nice to you. Nah. They're not trying to be like oh like here come in for this play and like get yeah. some work. Nah. They're like fuck you. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> get into my my yeah. role of play. So yeah, 100%. yeah. So uh, but yeah. It, it strengthens you. You know, it strengthens. Of course, it you. does. Yeah. It's it's all part of the journey. Yeah, it's all part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Growing and learning from those little little scenarios that take place mm-hmm. puts you to makes you the player who you you eventually are today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you say mm-hmm. you could still still run up some good some good some good hoops right at the moment? Bro, no. Have I, you not, when was the last time you touched a basketball? Uh, it's been a while. I, <laughs> I went and shot some balls up in Ubud uh, yeah. at Titi Batu uh, maybe a month and a half ago, but. I really don't play much yeah. basketball anymore. No, like we said, you're trying to get away from it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Just took, t- took up a fucking half of your life, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How important is creating momentum in games and understanding the momentum shifts? Because in basketball, it is a back-to-back game. So yeah. how important is it to understand that while you're playing? Like, yeah. to get that momentum and to understand the shift of it and to, like, to just hold that ball for an extra two yeah. seconds, you know? Would you say that's yeah. a key part of the game? Yeah, I mean, that was, honestly, that was my role, you know, on, on every team I was on. I'm what you would call an energy player. Uh-huh. So I would come off the bench and... Um, just work. I would, yeah, I would do, you know, I would, I would, I would high energy, run the floor, rebound, block shots, um, put backs, uh, play good defense. And that was kind of my role, was to shift the energy, uh-huh. to, to shift the pace of the game. So... When the starters go in there, they're kind of in a little groove. Yeah, you know that. That you know by the you know the end the of the first rolling. quarter, they're they're kind of in, you know they've they've getting in a little groove. They gotten in a rhythm, and then some of the subs come in, and and so that was kind of my my role was to come in and, and change that a little bit, shift it a little bit, um, pick up the pace, and, and you know so that was that's kind of always how I approached it, um, but just really just. Yeah. Just going all out, just really going. One hundred fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. That was yeah. your. That was that was the aim. Mm-hmm. Um, so, did you have any major injuries at all? I was pretty lucky. I, no, I, uh, nothing major. Nothing major. I broke my finger. Oh, uh, that always happens on basketball. I even me playing yeah. basketball just in high school, like that fucking ball on your finger. That's probably one of the worst pains. It was a knee, but yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was a lot worse. worse than that, yeah. Um, how many broken fingers? Just one. Just one. Yeah. yeah. So I was pretty lucky. No, like that's good. Big, you know, knee injuries or anything. I was pretty. You were, lucky. You, you you stuck to your ice yeah. baths properly. Yeah, I was actually thinking as well, like, cause I was watching a lot of Mike Tyson recently, and mm. I don't know his co-host is this guy who played in the NFL, uh, big guy, white dude, very very educational, and he was talking about because he played in the NFL for like ten years, uh-huh. and he was talking about like how the use of recreational marijuana, yeah, is, like actually vi- like needs like now it's a bit more lenient, but back then like it wasn't really like a thing to do, but like yeah. just how much it helped professional athletes, yeah. within the community and just like especially in in professional athletes like you getting beat up, you're getting like you know worked to your yeah. absolute like top capacity and like yeah. to go home they're giving you all these like i don't know painkillers from the pharmacy and shit it would just fuck with your shit and he was talking about like how recreational marijuana would just help help yeah. you 
And like a lot of the NBA, I was researching. Like a lot of the players actually played like high. Yeah, <laughs> like, back in the you know, day, like, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah they, they actually did. It, it, and, it, and it allowed them to play better. It allowed <laughs> them to recover. You know, it was like yeah. it's, it's good. So like that's that's a thing. I think they they need to be more lenient on for sure, especially with the whole state like yeah. legalization of it in the states and everything. I think it's coming. I think for sure, like um, the NFL, I think would be wise to to legalize it. I, I'm not I sure. I think now, they have. I actually. think they have now, just recently. Yeah. And it's been a big thing because of these people, like these ironic figures in the game, like Mike uh-huh. Tyson, like these people who have just like just spoken about it openly. You know, like yeah. how it's just beneficial in so many ways. Like, yeah. Because they would just dose them up with like 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 I said, these painkillers, like opioids, and, and all this shit. And yeah. just, that stuff just fucks with you man it slows you down it doesn't make you the person you are it makes you lethargic yeah. like it just numbs you for that certain amount of time yeah. before you need more of it you know? yeah no doubt yeah I mean it's nice that it's become more kind of acceptable especially and, where you're from man in Denver they got oh, out a lot yeah. such a smart city that's actually one of the cities yeah. I would actually love to fucking go to in yeah, the States there's not it, a man. lot of places I would like to go in the mm-hmm. States like I've been to LA before it wasn't really my like it's all right, you know? Like, it's an yeah. amazing city. If you know people, of course you're gonna have fun. It's fucking LA. Yeah. But like, I don't know, the people are a bit, I don't know, up themselves. Yeah. Like, everyone's trying to be somebody they're not and yeah. stuff. I was like, so no, with Denver, were, yeah. with like the mushrooms and everything, and just yeah. like, I don't know, the city looks like a fucking nice place to go. It's like real people there, Yeah, you know? exactly. And um, so it's cool, like, you know, yeah, for sure. And, and really, the, the legalization, I mean, it's always been there, but the legalization of, of it recreationally really changed that city. Of course, man. In, in some it big does. ways. It does. And it's all you know? for the good. It's all for the good. Yeah. Like, even for tourists, no? Like, it would, of course, you, you, you infiltrate more tourism into your city because of that. And that interest capital, so you're just going to grow as a city. Yeah, big time. Big time. Uh, how did you overcome mental and physical hurdles in your career? Was there specific techniques you used or... Um, this, like, let me define hurdles better. Like, like it could be I don't know, just anything that that got to you with because of being a high high performance sports athlete is yeah. of course you're gonna come through a bunch of shit like the media, injuries, yeah. moving all the time. Like you, was there a specific technique that was like you know what? Like I'm gonna push through this. I got it. I, like allowed you to calm down more. Or just yeah, get there was shit? a couple of things. I mean, I, I guess um, meditation maybe or something like that. It, it, you know, I wish I would have came to pure meditation, I a think, sooner. a lot sooner yeah. because um, I, I think that's such a big piece um, and, and it's something that I, you know, is, I think, invaluable in my life today. But I think that I, I was I was doing it and what, what I was just calling it yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, I, I've done, I've done, you know, um, I've done Bikram yoga for, like, almost 20 years. Nice. And, um, and that's... You know, that's a form of meditation. It's not pure meditation, but, no, but it's, it's, it's implemented a form, into yoga. You know, it's it's a really challenging form of yoga where it, it, it there's so many, you know, it's hot and it's hard, it's difficult and all these distractions and it really forces you to focus in yeah. um and, and mind over matter in that moment. And that was always something that I, I kind of you know, whatever city I would go into, um, you know, it would be a different you know, it, it's hard because it would be a different city a different team new yeah. people to get to know new system to learn all new stuff always moving always moving yeah. and so but well one thing that, that i always kind of uh fell back on to kind of ground me was my yoga practice nice and so and this is the beautiful thing about bikram is that um 
it's the same everywhere you go. So mm-hmm. if I do it in Philly or if I do it in Orlando or, it's be or the same, LA, same it's the thing. same 26 postures. Nice. Um, so so you that just was, mastered it. Did you say you one, mastered the 26 postures? No, I, definitely not. I mean, <laughs> you're always learning, right? Always you're learning. Always learning. Nice. You're always getting better. You're always something to learn. But it's it's because it's the same, it really becomes your practice. And, and you really have something to compare it to where, where you know, other forms of yoga, you go in and, and it's a bit different and it's always changing. This is it's very personal because it's your practice. So yeah. you, you develop this relationship towards it, to it. That really with I think, yourself as well, no? Yeah, with yourself yeah. as well, and and, uh, and so I think that was one thing that that really helped me kind of sh- strengthen that inner inner side yeah. of me, you know. Nice to that, keep you stable and balanced yeah, and grounded. Yeah, 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 that's always done that, and I think that's so important. It's a key, you know. Have you been to India? I haven't yet. I think you'd love India, yeah. bro. You would really love it. You should go when you yeah, get the chance. Yeah, I plan to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to go. It's fucking amazing place. You need yeah. to go there. Like, yeah, it's just an eye opener. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. just like like going to Burning Man is, or like going yeah. to South America. Mm-hmm. You know, and doing those mm-hmm. like I don't know whole psychedelic shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. India and traveling around it. I was blessed that my mom brought me at a young age a couple of times. It's it's really really an amazing place. Yeah. Just see like how different the world works there. Like, cause in India, you'll come. People, you'll be arrived at the airport. You'll pull out, and someone will come to you with like I don't know one leg and a half, and like. <laughs> an eye yeah. and you know and then you yeah. drive 20 minutes on the road and you see someone in a Bentley you know yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just like wow yeah the whole <laughs> spectrum of, yeah, yeah and it's just like 110% always in the streets there's people carrying shit there's cows there's there's, there's, there's motorbikes there's, yeah. it's crazy it's an amazing city and then you go yeah. to the desert where you know you race I remember going to the desert one time and stayed at this like camp and all these um, different villages from around like the the area came through and they did camel racing. So you would like get set, wow. set up in like these big tents in the middle of the desert and you'd bet on what like village camel would win. Camels are fast, bro. <laughs> and you know how fast <laughs> camels are, bro? They're no. fucking rapid. I never knew that. I was they like, ride oh. them? They ride the camels? They ride the camels and they oh. race them. Damn. You bet and they're fast, bro. Like, <laughs> they're like horse speed fast. <laughs> That's wow. an interesting fact for you. Camels are fast. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> um, so best moment of your career? Best moment. Best moment. Uh, well, definitely, you know, um, I think, yeah, playing in Phoenix and, and doing that. But also, uh, at the end of my career, my last couple of years were in New York. Mm-hmm. So um, Living it up in the Big Apple, baby. You know, <laughs> That's we not were too playing bad. at Madison Square Garden. And, and when, yeah. I, when I joined the team, um, I was traded. I was playing for Cleveland, and, and I got traded in January. And they, and they were basically, they, they had already thrown in the towel for the season. So, so, but so I'm starting. So I'm starting in Madison Square Garden Damn. for the, the New York Knicks. Yeah, for the New York Knicks that's, for that, uh, 30, 40 games. Wow! And it was just like, and I was playing a lot. I was I was playing at the momentum. end of games. You know, usually like I'm I'm a reserve player, so I'm going in, but I'm not playing at the end of games. But you know, as a as a you know as an athlete, as a basketball player, you always want to play at the end of, of the game, right? Yeah. Um, so. It was really cool, kind of at the end of my career, to have that opportunity nice. and to do that. And you know, we listen. We weren't, we weren't uh, great, but we, as me, me and some other guys, um, Langston Galloway, who, who, uh, who now plays a great guy. He plays for Detroit now. Um, we joined the team, you know, as just kind of, you know, additions, additions, yeah. but but guys that were kind of unsung. I, Langston wasn't drafted. Um, uh, Lance Thomas too. We, we we all joined that team, and we kind of brought we we changed we changed it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because that's what I mean. When you when you yeah. get these like I don't know orthodox unorthodox players in, and yeah. there's a couple of you where you feel comfortable around, you get that vibe going. 
anything's possible in sports. Yeah. And it was just, it was, I think our, like, we just, none of us were, were, um, drafted. Yeah. yeah. I don't think any of us were so drafted. That's something in common, you know, you're like, yeah. fuck it. What do we have to lose? We're, we're just here. hungry. Let's we're show just them hung- what's up. Work, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and that, that changed things. And, and especially in New York, people love that. So that was a really cool moment in my career. That's just that feeling you had, you know, like you, that euphoric feeling. You're like, ah, no. Just, yeah, just <laughs> the was energy great. was flowing. Even when we were losing, I was just like, yeah, you were having fun. You were having fun. That's all that matters. It just felt good to yeah. be able to contribute and play and 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 um, nice. you know, like just do it, doing do it part. in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that that that's living in the city. It was it was cool. That's man. crazy. Yeah. So one, three pieces of advice for any athlete growing up in the States right now who wants to get into basketball or wants to become a sporting athlete. You've obviously went through the journey. Yeah. Just three pieces of advice you would give to that, that, that young person out there who's trying to accomplish their dreams in, in, in a sporting realm. Yeah, I mean, I think just um, you got you you to gotta love, love the it, game. man. Yeah. You got to love it. You got to love the game. You got to love it, yeah. bro. And so, like, that's... That's it. That's, that's the only it. advice yeah. I can yeah. give. No, hundred percent. You gotta love it, and then it has to be your passion. That's and the then only dedication. thing. If you love it, then everything else comes will, with will, it. Will come with it. The, the, the work hard. Yes. The, the obsession with it. The nonstop. That everything else will come. You gotta fucking love it. Bro. You gotta fucking love it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, man. Yeah. Kobe said the exact same thing. Yeah, you have to love it, and it all comes with it. Uh, your dream team. So if you had, if you could have five, five starting players. You're part of them. Man. Four others you can play with. <laughs> I'm part of it. You're no. part of it, bro. You got to be part of it. You're in it. Okay. okay. You're in it. Okay. And wow. you have to play with four other players. Say like like at the All-Star game or something like that. Who who are you picking for your team? Man, this is tough. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to got to put the bean in there, Kobe. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put Steve Nash in there because yep. we were teammates. He's incredible. Two-time MVP. He's a MVP. crazy point guard, Steve Nash. You know, um, God, who else? Um, two more, man. <laughs> I, I, one of my favorite guys to play with was uh, was was Stack uh, Amari Stoudemire. Uh-huh. Um, amazing guy, uh, super funny, but he he was like incredible too. I I, I would put him in there. Um, missing one more. Okay, so God, who else, man? Let me see. <laughs> I'll tell you mine, and we're gonna we'll go against each other. <laughs> Wow, there's the so final many, pick, baby. <laughs> there's so many good players. I mean, I, I could go with you. The could go with anything. It's it's yeah. Yeah, the, there's like, not one right answer, bro. Don't worry. I'm gonna go with my guy, Bobby Jones. All not right. many people will know who this guy. I is. I don't know who he is. Perfectly. But he played, I think, for more in like three years, more teams than I played for. Damn. <laughs> he he, uh, ultimate journeyman. We were we were rookies uh, in Philadelphia together. Sick. So yeah. your boy, you're going with your boy. Just because, yeah, just because he's my guy. Respect. <laughs> All right, me now. Right? It's me on the team and four others. I think I got to go with. I think Giannis has to be in there. Uh, that guy is. He is a Greek god. Like, yeah, that guy's yeah, yeah. a specimen. Yeah. I got to go Giannis. They got to go Doncic, Doncic, oh, okay. Luka Doncic. Yeah, new new yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, yeah. Luka Doncic. Uh, that's two. Mm. Hmm. I think I got to go with D Rose. D Rose, okay, okay, he's with the Knicks now. Yeah, yeah, he's actually doing not bad. He's playing well. well. Uh, D Rose and then I played. I was in uh, when I was in New York. He was he was in New York too. We played together. Yeah, man, that injury that he got, he was he was going to be the best player, one of the best players for sure. Yeah, yeah, he fucked himself up. Yeah, yeah. And then the last player, who am I going with? Uh, I'll go with Russell Westbrook. Russ, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
slacked off a bit recently, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a fucking amazing basketball yeah. player. But he's, he's, yeah, that's my five. That's a good one. That's I mean, my five. So many, I don't know. For me, I think this is the best era ever oh, of basketball. The, it, like the talent is it's talent it's is insane. Out of this world. Like even this this hero hero kid from fucking Miami. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. For a white boy like that, like he's fucking y'all. Incredible. Hoops. Yeah. Sick. You know, and that team in Brooklyn, they got Kyrie and, and James yeah, and, KD. And, and KD. It's like, what? The NBA's <laughs> never seen anything God, like that. No. That firepower. No. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Every team has like that duo that can fuck shit up if they want to, uh -huh. you know? So it's like, it's balanced now. Before it was always like, it was always like Golden State or Cleveland, like, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now it's, 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 it's equal that well. Mm -hmm. Okay, shift, shift the topic of conversation yep. now. I've rinsed you enough with basketball. Sorry about that. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a quick little, little little thought. What do what do you think of the current education system right now in the world? And if you could change one thing about it, what would it, what would you change? I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not I, a I classified teacher. I know. <laughs> I, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, can agree I with think that. it is. It's remained too uh, stagnant. Stagnant. Too old. It hasn't hasn't updated itself, yeah. and so. You know, look, it's it's a hard thing to do, and I get all that. Um, I think that you, you know, you, you you pay teachers more, and you and you uh, and you make it, you, you change it up, change you it really up. make it. Um, Stop making it so industrialized where yes. you can only talk when your hands up. You have to sit in lines. You have to do this. It's too. It's all too. That, it's setting up. Yeah, it's setting up kids and young people to work in companies and industries when it should be. Hundred percent. You know, like, you tell me what you want to learn, and here's a program. Go and do it. You know, like, I was kind of blessed to have the IB. Well, I did the IB, uh -huh. which is kind of like in the newer system. It's still, it still has some, 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 some changes to be made, but yeah. it's, it's not that classic, like, yeah. bam, 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 you know? So you did things like CAS, which is called creati Creativity, Action, and Service. So uh, you had to do, it. like, this whole portfolio of, like, I don't know, helping the community. I love Making it. a change. So, like, shit like that, you know? If that's implemented more, I think it's just breeding the new generation of our planet to do better. I love it, it's bro. all starts yeah. with education. It does. It all starts with education, man. Like it does. It's yeah. like with the plastic problems here in Bali. Like it's mm -hmm. not because they they willingly choose to fucking throw plastic in the river. Of course not. They just don't have that education. They don't know, they don't know if I put this plastic bag in the river. Yeah. It's for them. It's gone. They don't see it. It's disappeared. Yeah. They don't know it's gonna get stuck in the fucking ocean. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Right. But if you just implement education from the beginning, just just I don't know little changes like you said. I think needs to be done i think covid actually might might help with that because now the kids like are they even at school at the moment like what's exactly. been happening with that like yeah. or are we gonna get a really really fucked up generation after this covid who have people who are just yeah well I, <laughs> you know? I, this is actually one of the things i wanted to talk to you about uh, because it is a, a really a you know an issue that i i am very passionate yeah. about and you know i think i think that there is gonna be a fucked up generation and I think that hundred percent, it's already here. To it's be already here. But I'm, I'm. But what I wanted to say to you is that I see because you're like the next generation yeah. after that. Uh huh. And I'm, I'm really happy that I think, you know, what I what I hope for <laughs> is that got there, awareness. Was, there was just one <laughs> fucked up generation that got really sucked in yeah. the social media into the, you know, to all this shit, and then the and then the the generation after, which is yours. Will recognize and be like, no, nope, nah, we ain't going that, down that that's route. That's not that. That's we your going route down to take. Route. We're gonna learn from this and not, you know, fuck and up. have a head on your shoulders. And bro, like, I have to, you know, give you some compliments here. Like, I've never met a twenty-year-old that is, you know, that is this, ha you know, has this head <laughs> on his shoulders. <laughs> Thank you, you know, bro. I that, appreciate it. Thank that you so really much. Is, you Means know, a lot. Is thinking these things Thank and, you. and has the awareness that you do. 
and it really it it, it re reinstalls my faith in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in what this next <laughs> the generation. Kyle, you know, here, it really you know, it does. <laughs> thank you though, man. It you means know. a lot. I appreciate it coming from someone like you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So yeah, it's only I mean, the beginning. I, it, it really, the empire is you know. being built, my guy. Trust yeah. me. And once the empire is built, changes yeah. will be made. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> I'm here to take over. <laughs> um, so yeah, what are we moving on to here? If you if you could play one instrument to the best of your ability for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh man, well we had this conversation, but I think it's interesting for the viewers. viewers I play guitar, to, to, I play yeah. I play piano a little bit, but I, I if I had to choose one, I would just would play the piano. Yeah. I think it's just such, such a, a majestic, such a dope. Little quick instrument. story: we were at a party together in Obud, and I was actually outside sitting in like the the lobby of this hotel, having a conversation with another homie of ours. And all of a sudden, like, this is a techno party, you know? But all of a sudden, we have just hear this majestic piano player. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, majestically, like, well played. And it's this guy. <laughs> just just banging out the piano. Yeah. He, he, great piano player. Oh, I need to learn you. more instruments, man. Like, I yeah. remember my mom telling me when I was young, like, I yeah. play drums, I play big card, but you just hop out of that shit, you know? Yeah. You get distracted. Well, it's never too late. You it's never too late. It's true, man. It's very, very true. You know? It's very, very true. I need to get back into doing get that. Back in. The more things you know, the better it is, man. Yeah. You gotta be equipped in life. You gotta yeah. get that utility belt. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Yep. What are some of your favorite books you have read, and if you could recommend any to yeah. the viewers? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I recommended one to you. Yep. One of my favorite yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have that on my on my on my on my on my cart ready. Yeah, to go. tennis book. Um, Andre Agassi's autobiography called Open. Yeah. It's actually you know I mean not just because I'm a tennis you know play tennis but it's an amazing book like yeah. I, I recommend it to anyone even if they don't play tennis. Um, yeah, that's a, that's I'm an amazing that one. one. Um, what else? Uh, you know, like there's, um, you know, I, I recently I, I I reread The Power of Now, which is amazing. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a. It's always good to reread books, man. People forget, like people the power forget. of rereading a book is insane. Yeah, no, that's why I said I reread it, and I was like, okay, this thing. Okay, is <laughs> I didn't read it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, this thing is good. Um, Straight up, I recommended a book to Brandon the other day yeah, yeah, yeah. that I saw. Um, uh, actually, when I was with you, it was up up at Uluwatu uh -huh. Surfers. It's a book called Deep. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. It's about, about the, free diving, yeah, free diving. Yeah, and it, yeah, talk, yeah. it talks about um, it talks about marine life, and it talks about you know kind of the the history. Of, it's just really interesting it's book. book. It's There's so one. many books out there, man. You can't like it's too yeah. many. Yeah, there's so many. Like right now, yeah. I'm like reading like like two at the moment. Like I read two at once. I read one that's like more educational based, mm -hmm. business based, and I read one which is more like I don't know, social based. Yeah, you know, totally. That's um, that's that's how I balance it. I've been reading so lately. I, I've been getting into more. Usually, I'm reading nonfiction, but lately, I've been getting into some fiction and into some short story fiction. Yeah, yeah. Which I I love, and so there's this guy named uh, Ted Chiang who I've been okay. reading. Um, he does really interesting short stories, and they're they're kind of like sci-fi meets like philosophy. Nice. Um, so that's a good that's a good little mix to be fair. Bro, it's really philosophy. yeah, it's it's really cool. So he, he you know he takes kind of these these kind of futuristic concepts and stories, and 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 through that they're kind of kind of like Black Mirror in a way. Oh, Black like, Mirror is insane. Yeah, I remember like, when that came out like what, like two years ago? Look at how accurate it is now, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's actually fucked. It's yeah. like that thing with the Simpsons, you know? Like that, the owner, I don't know if I forgot his name, but whoever wrote the Simpsons, that guy is a mm. time traveler. It's confirmed. No, like, <laughs> confirmed. it's confirmed. Like yeah. the whole thing with Trump, the whole thing with 9-11, the whole thing with like, I don't know, yeah. the three-eyed fish. Like if you watch that shit, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? It's weird. Oh, I watched it, bro. Yeah. Every, every day <laughs> That's at five o'clock. Every day. It's just, it's just, 
more the reasons Simpsons. to not believe the government, man. <laughs> more reasons to not believe the government. But yeah, we play tennis. We're going to play more. We're going to play more. You need to come back on that yeah. little win I got on you. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm amazing. I'm just, I'm just happy to play. Who do you think is going to win the, the, ten, the Australian Open? Um... Man, I don't know. Dude, Djokovic is looking good, bro. He, Joker's always the threat. Yeah. You know? He loves Aussie Open as well. He, like, yeah. this is, he plays at yeah. his high, high level. Yeah, he's always a threat. Um, that Zverev guy from Germany. Zverev, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not huge on him. I, I, uh, I like Medvedev. Yeah, Medvedev. I like, good. um, you know, Dominic Team, of course. Nadal rinsed his opponent yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, did it's gonna he? be yeah. a good. The quality of tennis being played at the moment, it's high. High level. It's very high. Sinner unfortunately lost young yeah, man, which lost, is fucking but, really, really, really. But he's good. the next gen. He's the next gen. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the fucking real my next age. Gen. Like yeah. even younger, maybe. Zverev, Zverev is just a, a stand-in for yeah. fucking this guy. Straight up, you know. Kyrgios came back and won for once instead of smashing his racket and <laughs> calling it a, calling it a game, which is good to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on and shifting. We're going more deep here, Lewis. Let's do it. What do you What and do you think happens to you when you die on this planet? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's a momentum shift. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. This just This is your personal belief. Yeah. It can be reincarnation. Um, it can be whatever you. What, what What do you What do you believe? Man, I don't know. I I think you don't have to have a belief, but just what What's up there in your head? Yeah, I kind of feel like we're all just we're all just the physical manifestation of of. Of this energy, hundred percent. You saying that is you know, literally just saying what I read the other day. Sorry to interrupt, but it's just want to say like life is a manifestation of where you invest your energy. Mm, yeah, so like, true. That is yeah. exactly what it is. And it, and it's you know it's it's that it's it's the energy that you know f- that's that you know from from your dad and your mom that, that put their energy the geni- into you. Yeah, exactly. That lives in you now. As that's well as genetics on, right? as well. And it's genetics. It's, yeah, it's genetics as well. But yeah. you know, so I think that you know, we just when you die, we just we we put down the physical part, and we, and we just yep. Our soul goes continues. into another realm. <laughs> I believe that as well. You know, and I believe it's. I do believe it's kind of influenced by how, what you do, though, while you are alive in your physical form. Yeah. You know, like if you are going down positive lanes instead of negative lanes, that will influence. I don't know. I say a better later journey yeah I hope so I just feel like this is stage one that's how I feel yeah this is like the you know we're, we're like this <laughs> this is us compared yeah. to like everything else it's just this it's, you know uh, life I just think it's this gift the more I, I think about it and, DMT and really helps experience. you realize that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that shows yeah. you we are nothing yeah. <laughs> have you done it before I have yeah I've, where, I've where, done, where was your DMT journey I've done ayahuasca about nice. five years ago in, in, in South America? In, in Peru. Peru, yeah. Was in it Peru. a life-changing experience? It certainly was. It was nice. life-changing. And, um, Did you break through? Um, yeah, I mean, certainly. You know, I think that a lot of the, the, the things that I... Um, the path that I was on were, you know, were just kind of confirmed to me in, yeah. in a real way. But I think when you have an experience... You know that that really changes. It's one thing to think of think of something and know about it and, and and understand it intellectually or conceptually, but when you actually have an experience of it, it really solidifies it. For exactly, you. your belief is it's yeah, it's, it's no more if and what yeah, not. It, it's, it, 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 it really is this. changes you in yeah. a way that it, it gives you something more. You know, that, clarity, clarity. You, you know, it and just more knowledge. You know, like when the it, yeah. this bad boy opens. Yep. Up. <laughs> the thing I, one of the things I, I, the analogy I say is like, 
you know, you can, there can be a guy, you know, there can be someone that knows everything you can know about sailing, right? He's read every book. He's, he's, he's learned from the, you know, he's, 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 he's been taught and he's watched every YouTube video. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can know everything you, there is to know about sailing. But until you actually get out on that ocean yeah, and put some sails up, you don't, you don't know shit. You're, they're, they're, you're leaving something on it's the table. It's all theory. It's you know, all theory. It's all theory yeah. until you actually get there and you experience And then you're like, oh. And then experience comes, comes through action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And experience, yeah. Doing and, 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 and that's where the, the ultimate knowledge lies is in, in, phys- in the experience and yeah. doing. 100%. Memories. And you know, doing, you know. That's why, it's I, like, think, that's why I think it's, it's so important to... To do, you know, like so much, so many of us, we love to think about what it would be like if I did this, or should I do this, or you know, do I want to do this? And just, but just, just doing do it, man. It is, Nike, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just it's like do the it. best literally tagline ever. Do it of all time. Yeah. just do just it. Do it's it. The Don't best. overthink shit. And if you fuck up and you fail, good. Mm. Failure is a fucking lesson. It, you you want to fail in mm. life. Although mm. you can't win all the time. You're mm. not gonna be able to win as good as you win without fucking failing. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. Like it just, it just is that. There is no failure. It's just learning. A lesson. Exactly. There is no failure. That's it. Failure <laughs> is learning, and that's something like I got into, like actually, like just just a year ago, like to actually get that implanted in my head. Like failure is learning. Yeah. And it's good for you. And you're gonna you're gonna grow from this. You're gonna take the good. You're gonna take the bad. And you're gonna and if you fail again, good. Mm. You learn even more. Perfect. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with the whole with the whole energy thing, I actually read something like a person who I look up to as an icon is Nikola Tesla. Mm. Like just with the whole thing that's happening with like I don't know the actual Tesla company and Elon Musk is kind of funny to me. Mm-hmm. This is just, just like how he's doing all this like free electricity, electric cars, and he's calling it Tesla when Tesla actually provided the world with free energy through, yeah. you know, the pyramids and all this. It's all, it's all energy. It's all mm-hmm. energy. What he said is like Tesla, Tesla said feeling is emotion and emotion is energy and energy is magnetic. Mm-hmm. Think on the terms of energy, frequency and vibration in order to access the secrets of the universe. Once you tune in and match your frequency, you get your harmony. Yes. And then once you get that, anything is possible. Yes. So all it is is tuning into that frequency you want to get or you want to be a part of. And once you tune into that, manifestations there. Your 100%. your harmony is, is there and you're going to you're going to attract what you want. So that's the law of attraction. That's right. Yeah. That's what I mean, you you got it, bro. I mean, that's that's really what it is. It's it's really but a lot of more people yourself. need to know that. Like cuz well, everyone's you know what's giving our frequency down and that it's all distraction and it's all coming from this. Mhm. And this, the yeah. technology state we live in and the yeah. technocratic agenda shift our world is going through yeah. doesn't allow us to, okay, we're focused, right? Okay, my aim yeah. is to do this. I want to focus on this. Ding. Yeah. My focus is gone. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And it's gone. And That's you don't right. tune in. This makes your frequency lower. That's right. So it doesn't allow you to tune in to where you need to be and do what you got to do. That's, That's right. The, so many ways. I mean, you uh, totally, bro. Yeah. I, I think, as you say, I mean, it, it really disrupts. It, you know the other thing I tell people that, that I, I notice is that the the phone it disrupts this this natural um, idle time yeah, that we exactly. have throughout our days, where this yes. is the, you know these are really sacred times. These are the times when you check into yourself, exactly, and you where, learn where you where you really come and and and, and if and if you're not checked in, if you're not you know aware of that. Um, you, you, it, it's going to be harder for you to align, to, anything, to yeah. align, yeah. and then it's going to be harder for you to manifest. Exactly. So, yeah. like you told me this, and it actually was something really, really, really yeah. nice to hear. Like that, or oh, you said perfectly. It's, it's that time alone 
where you're just, I don't know, staring at the wall or staring yeah. at the plant daydreaming is when you're going into your own thoughts, deprocessing everything, processing everything. Yes. 100%, yes. man. Yeah. Connecting with that, that, that inner intuition. self, that inner spirit the inner spirit that inner, that voice. inner voice <laughs> yep. you know that inner strength is there in all of us exactly and it's in those in those idle moments in those quiet times that it really you can you know that's when it shines through yep. um and uh yeah and so that's uh, why meditation is key i think because yep. that really allows you to to tune in properly yeah and get that zen moment yeah 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 and then when you have that and then and then when you have those idle moments that's when the more you practice, the more that it shines through in those moments. And and the more you yep. become aligned, the more you become Even like, connected. Yeah, right? exactly. Like writing. Writing shit down. Like I said this in previous episodes, they're probably over it, but just having a notebook and just writing mm-hmm. like your thoughts or what you want to achieve. Yeah. Is insane. The power that comes from that, like I only just realized this like from a, from a year ago. Yeah. Just things I want I want to come my way, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's happened. Yeah. Just, 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 just from putting it out there and writing it down and believing. That's right. That's right. Tuning into that frequency. That's right, brother. If you, if you could have dinner with with any three people in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Ah. <laughs> um. Man. Um. Maybe the Buddha. You got a Buddha. <laughs> hey, take Maybe, it, man. Yeah. He's free after seven, though. Yeah. <laughs> I got him till seven. <laughs> yeah, a vegan dinner, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, him, wow. Like, who else, man? Um, it's a tough question. I know. It is a tough Don't question, worry. bro. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm tempted to go for, like, people that are, like, that are that is impossible like yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the past past you know dude it can be anyone anyone um, anyone you want okay buddha yeah. jesus um you're going down that prophet muhammad yeah <laughs> see me i would go for like i've said it before but I'm changing up a bit i would do like bob marley sick it's one for sick. sure bob marley i think I, ha- I have to do fucking biggie or tupac like sick i just have to yeah like if those guys were still alive i'm telling you now like our world would be a different place that's, yeah. that's for sure sick. and then yeah the third one would be nikola tesla 100 percent. yeah just that guy is a magician that guy was not human there's yeah. no pot- there's no way yeah and he got fucked by the corporations which what's the way what they're all doing now <laughs> yeah 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 um if you could change one thing about the current state of our planet what would it be and why um, I, I, I got to go back to this obsession with technology. Yep. And I really, I, I'm, I really think that, uh, you know, I hope that we realize what's happening and we self-correct because I think the potential for this to really, I mean, really, it, it can change things. It, it, it doesn't happen, you know, it, it can happen now. so quickly. Like in one generation, we can, in, I think so It can much, be lost. It like can this. be lost. And it's happening it's right fragile. now. It's the most pivotal moment right it's now. It's pivotal. It's yeah. fragile. And, and really, we, we, you know, this is going to dictate how humanity goes yep, forward. 100%. And what free will is. This whole COVID thing, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. is just a distraction for them to make the shift into yeah, the technocratic state. Yeah. It just is. With this whole thing with cryptocurrencies, like, yeah, okay, I love cryptocurrencies. I, I've been in it for four years. Like... But it's all like a distraction. Yeah. Like with with what 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 um, Elon Musk is doing now, it's all just to get you digitalized. Like I'm gonna not gonna be surprised if the next time we can travel properly, freely, mm-hmm. we're gonna have a fucking 
digital passport. Sure. Or sure. some chip. Like, <laughs> sure. It ain't gonna be. Here's my passport stamp. I tell you sure. that right now. Sure. It's not gonna be that. And I don't. I don't want to be too critical of it because I, I obviously. Yeah. I who think are we to say? Yes. It's an amazing tool, like the internet, and and you know I've learned so much on the internet. It's an amazing tool if you use it in the right way. Yeah, exactly. But I think that what's happening is that it's it's being used in the wrong way. It's balanced a, a lot man. of times. And so I just I hope that we 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 correct our um, relationship yep. to it and um, we have a, have a more healthy relationship with a it. A more healthy, more respectful one. Yeah. For sure. To what extent do you truly believe, truly believe in trusting your intuition? Would you yeah. say would you say because you can't be 100% intuition. Right. That's that's not going to work out. I'm it, sorry. It just isn't. That's my, yeah. my answer. Is, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I love, yeah, of course, I think intuition is really important. But shit, my intuition has been wrong. Of course. You know. And no one's intuition My intuition right. has yeah, been yeah, wrong. Yeah. It just so, comes in those moments where you need it the most. That's yeah. why I think you should really trust it. You got to listen to it. But also, you need to temper it with a good amount of... Um, you know, of critical thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of discernment, of being able to, um, you know, you need to you need to have that balance of, of those things. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say. I agree with you, hundred yeah. percent. Another amazing quote, actually, we could we could talk about from Kobe is the world becomes your library to help improve your craft. So once you get your momentum going, the world is your library. And you pick things from different places and different yes. shells and you implement it into your craft, whatever that is, if that's playing basketball, if that's yes. editing videos, if that's, I don't know, running down the beach, whatever it is, but yeah. you pull things from everywhere. Like what I got what I got taught from a young age is no matter who the person is, everyone has good and everyone has bad. You just have to take the good from everyone mm-hmm. and learn from that. Because yeah. no one's perfect. Yeah. And you can learn something from someone sure. all the time yeah. no matter who they are they can be the worst person in the world but they're going to have something you can something take to learn exactly from. Yeah. so you got to have so keep- many inspiring people and amazing people like you know we were talking about this the other night like you know some of the stories that i hear like 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 movies can't even come up with this stuff yeah. like real life is so much like unpredictable and amazing and just perfect perfect it's perfect you know? yeah yeah it just flows yeah, like, like 100%, 100%. so much to learn and, and if you're in tune with that and you have that approach to just be like yeah i'm just gonna go with the learn. flow sometimes that's yeah. what you gotta do man yeah. you can't you can't always be in control in this life mm-hmm. you have to put your hands up sometimes like take see the universe will guide you 100%. it will yeah it will as long as yeah. you as long as you have the right beliefs and the right and the right thought process and you do the right thing and you do karma properly it will guide you in the right the places you need to be bro how did you get this smart you're only 25 <laughs> like who told you these answers did you did bro, you are you cheating i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll slide you the book after the podcast <laughs> you, you can pay pop someone no. give you the answers like did you like <laughs> uh, bro I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Old soul, I guess. <laughs> quick, quick fire question round to, to end things off. Oh, man. Smooth okay. sailing. Okay, one place you need to visit before you die. I'll answer India. them with you. India. India. Nice. Me, Machu Picchu. I've been sick. Yeah? Sick. I need to go to Machu yeah. Picchu. I've always wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, one thing you need to do before you die. Ooh. I need to think about this. I, like, I, I kind of don't want to, but I kind of do. Skydive. Dude, you read my <laughs> mind, bro. I was literally going to say skydiving. I don't know, bro. I, I, I want to do it. I, I don't know. I remember watching Will Smith. He's like, you'll understand 
when fear is nothing, like yeah. fear is just an illusion when you go skydiving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, really? Oh, wow. He deep. said, like, fear is yeah. an illusion. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, it's just made up from your, wherever it comes from. Yeah, like, once yeah, you yeah. go skydiving, you realize it's jack shit. Wow. Like, okay. it's nothing. We need, we'll yeah. go skydiving do together. A couple kura kuras <laughs> and skydiving. <laughs> Definitely not in Bali, though. That, yeah. That's not, that's not trustworthy. Uh, one thing you do daily. Oh, wow. One thing I do daily. Um, I try to meditate every day. It's not. I, I would. I. I can't I am, say. I'm, it's I'm daily. trying to get into that though too. You know, daily. It's hard though, man. Um, yeah, but, but that's one thing I'm really trying. I'd to say read. Do every day. I, I, yeah, yeah, read every day. Um, sports when as I'm, well. Sports when I'm when I'm. Um, I, I try to do art every day. You know, it's hard when you're moving around and stuff. <laughs> but you know, I think these practices are, are really really important. You yeah. know. Okay. Uh, one thing to do weekly. Weekly. Uh, do your laundry, man. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> In Bali, you don't really need to do that, bro. No, it's kind yeah, of a blessing. Yeah, yeah. That's it's another. It's come amazing. to Bali, you don't need to do your laundry. <laughs> Borders are open now. <laughs> come back. <laughs> One thing you always wanted to learn, you haven't learned yet. Ooh. One thing I always wanted to learn. That's I say, mean more languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Languages are good. I, I'm learning Spanish. Um, I, I got pretty pretty far. Don't um, la leche, bro. It's a little inside joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, man. Languages are good. Um, but I, I, when I was a kid, well. I, I was obsessed with airplanes. So yeah. learning how to fly, fly an airplane would be really fun. Honestly, I, I've heard my cousin can fly. He's certified to fly a plane. He mm. he says it's not actually that hard to do. Like it's yeah. it's, it's just it's just take off and landing. Yeah. What what is what is human operated? Everything yeah. else, you're, you're sweet. Yeah. Put that, that technology. On. But if you fuck up, <laughs> that, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Airplanes. Eesh. <laughs> All right, I think we're good on time, bro. I think we could we could go for another two hours, honestly, man. Uh, really, yeah. But it yeah, was amazing. Okay. It bro. was amazing, bro. Thank you so much for your time. Of I course. really appreciate it, bro. We'll get you on again soon if you're whenever you come back from the from from the trip or you're gonna be in Bali for a while. No, you yeah, can. I'm game. Let's do it. We can we can talk Let's about some other guy. stuff. We'll do it. Let's do it. About. It was a pleasure. <laughs> uh, quick shout out to Genesis Studio. If you guys want to come to a creative hub in Changu and do art do filming, do photo shoots, film a podcast. Well, I'm already doing that, so don't come here. No, I'm joking. My <laughs> studio is being built. Genesis at Tomorrow Gallery in Changu. The links will be in the description. Shout out to them. Shout out to Kura Kura Beer. Use the code Kaizai, 10% off all can orders. And I just want to say thank you for the recent support, all the likes, comments, and, and fucking you sharing everything on Instagram and YouTube. It's a blessing. It's only the beginning. Thank you so much. And thank you to you, Lewis. Appreciate you, it, bro. my guy. Thank you all the best, me. man. Yeah. Like, comment, and subscribe. I'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace. Sweet, bro. Well done. <laughs>